Welcome to the Keys of the Kingdom with Brother Gregory of His Holy Church. Well, welcome to Keys of the Kingdom. We talked uh, this morning a great deal about, um, you know, the governments of the world and what was going on. And I've heard a number of times, I just want to add a few notes to the two-hour show we put out this morning. We will put them all out eventually on uh, our network. We have our own network, uh, which is an email network, but we also have a newsletter. But we also have the living network, which is really important. And one of the top things that I was saying this morning is the fact that there is a purge going on on Facebook where at, in one group alone, a half a million people were purged off of Facebook simply because they belonged to a, a movement, well, the walkaway movement. From what I understand from one of the workers in the walkaway movement, not only were their private Facebook accounts removed, but the, you know, the main group itself was removed, which amounts to about 500,000 people. And uh, also, uh, the the one of the, the lady who was speaking was the, one of the early people in this who had written something, and she just been, she'd actually been somewhat of a Democrat, and it's what the walk-away movement, walk-away from the Democratic Party and some of these ideas that people have accepted over the years. And she just had this twinge of conscience and wrote this thing and became rather famous. And so, uh, but she was only on the internet originally because of the fact that she was a knitter. She knitted. And she was on a group with a bunch of other knitters. Uh, but then when she got involved with the walkaway movement, then she also is a part of that movement. And being a part of that movement, uh, her knitters, <laughs> which are not a part of that movement, they were also expunged from the Internet. I thought that, now they, they may come back, you know, when they figure out what was going on and everything. But this is this is the spirit of the purge. And I use the word purge specifically, is that they, you know, when we have Facebook jail, is not real jail, it's Facebook jail. But now this Facebook purge, and this also goes to other media uh, it removes you entirely so that you're dead to the world. I mean, you disappear. It's like you're, you fell off the earth. It's kind of like what they did to Snowden. I just was listening to an interview, uh, of Snowden by, uh, John Stossel. And, you know, I've kind of followed Snowden and Snowden really didn't, he didn't get anybody killed. He, he actually, you know, he didn't really violate his oath because he has an oath to uphold the Constitution and the laws of the United States and, you can't give a guy an oath to break that oath if they want to break the and violate the Constitution of, you know, the United States. They're supposed to be keeping it. And then he showed in the Stossel report where guys were being asked by Congress, open session. They could be asked. They could say, well, I have to answer those questions in closed session because this is top secret information. But instead, they lied and said, no. We're not collecting data on everybody. Uh, none of that is going on, etc. And they actually are collecting data on everybody. And they were just bold-faced lying. Not just one guy, but numerous guys were lying about it to Congress. 
And so Congress didn't know that some of this was going on. I'm sure some people in Congress did know what was going on. But it was a violation of the law. These people have to be held accountable to the laws, to the rules. I mean, if you join the club, you pay the pay the price of obeying the rules of the club. That, that's just the way it is. You know, if you buy some equipment, you follow the instructions on how to put it together, how to run it. If you vary from the instructions, you void the warranty. So, there were actual rules. And uh, he was being asked to violate those rules, violate his oath to keep the Constitution of the United States. And uh, so, anyway, and so he, all he did was notify that activity was going on that violates the law. He didn't say, you know, he didn't out uh, spies and get people killed. He didn't send, you know, none of the information he released was secret to the Soviet Union. Soviet Union knew all about this. Uh, it wasn't secret to the Chinese. They know all about this. I'm, I'm sure they have spies working in the same agencies. But they tried to silence Snowden by keeping, you know, revoking his passport so he can't get out of the Soviet Union. He wants to go. There are countries now that will accept him for asylum. But they revoked his passport so there's no good way to fly to where he needs to go to be in other countries. But he is a total patriot, total honest guy, was overburdened by the fact that they were trying to make him say just follow orders and following orders was violating the law. This this guy is not a boxcar loader. A lot of the people out there today will do whatever you tell them. They they have no conscience about violating their oath of office. 70% of the people holding office in the state of Oregon and I'm being generous here is probably closer to 80% are in total violation of the law. And are criminals. They are felons because they're in violation of the law. And it would take about three minutes to prove that they are uh, easily by their own records. You know, I had to get three minutes with each one and I have to have fast internet because we'll just look up what they have been taking in in their campaign and we'll find out that they're in violation of the law. Now, what they did instead of correct this was went behind the people's back and presented a bill, 107, and uh, got the people to vote on it, making it look like, disguise it like it was campaign reform when actually it was going to allow them to take open bribes, which is why the law was originally put in place by the people because your congressmen were taking open bribes of hundreds of thousands, even millions of dollars. And they were calling it campaign finance. But it goes into an account and they've arranged the law over the years. So all the money in their campaign account is theirs tax-free. And uh, they can borrow against it. uh, And uh, they have to pay no taxes. And they can buy million-dollar businesses. And uh, you can can write them a check for $250,000 and they'll vote the way you want. It just goes into the campaign thing. Of course, you're getting people from outside the country and outside the state... Uh, writing these checks and buying the votes and buying the cooperation of Congress and the governor's office. 
And it's openly, you can look it up. Anybody can look it up and see, oh my gosh, George Soros just sent Kate Brown $250,000 for a campaign and she's not even running for office. And that goes into her campaign fund and sits there and she can use it whenever she wants. And it's not the only time he sent her money. And he's not the only one who sends her money. Millions and millions and millions of dollars she gets. They're buying your politicians right out in the open. It's just a matter, you can Google it (laughs) and find out. I mean, it's, they're not going to say this is a bribe, but they're going to show you the amount where it came from. And they get away with that because the people are apathetic. Uh, some of the people are flat out pathetic, but uh, they're, they're, this is all happening. For, you know, if you trace it back, well, this happened because this happened, this happened because this happened. Eventually you get back, well, this, none of this would be happening if we actually did what Christ said 2,000 years ago. If all the people who are going to church were actually doing what Christ said to do, none of this would be happening. But they're not doing what Christ said to do. And they don't even know what Christ said to do because they're under a strong delusion. Because they're under a strong... They've accepted a lie. People have crept into the the teachings of uh, of churches. You know, all the churches. Baptists, Catholics, uh, Lutherans. But now that I named a few, I have to run through a bunch of them so you don't think I'm picking on uh, one group. I mean, the Catholics said they were first, so yeah, well, and the creeping started at least 300 years ago. I mean, not 300 years ago, excuse me, 300 AD with Constantine. But now it's just way out of control, and we're so far away from the gospel of the kingdom that it's, it's almost unrecognizable when we start explaining the gospel of the kingdom. I was at a Bible study the other day with just a couple of families, uh, and, uh, you know, I was saying when I, I'm not telling you what to believe or what to think. I'm just putting pieces on the puzzle that other churches never want to bring up. And these pieces of the puzzle, it's kind of like me coming to your house and dropping a 50,000 piece puzzle on your coffee table and say, okay, let's put these pieces together. Okay, well... It, that's a little overwhelming, 50,000-piece puzzle. I don't even, you know, I, I, I fiddle with a puzzle like that over at somebody else's house like once a year. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm not big for putting in those kind of puzzles. But I have been fascinated with the puzzle as to what the gospel is. And it's really very simple. The, the big picture is really very simple. And anything that doesn't fit in that bigger picture is not part of the puzzle. And the the the... The picture of the gospel of the kingdom is that everybody cares about their neighbor as much as they care about themselves. And everybody wants to do what creates and expands and uh, nurtures life. Because that's that's what God... Loving God requires that you love to give life to other things. Because that's one thing God really likes to do. Is give life. Create life. And also create choice. He gave us choices. To make. He gave us free will. We, we don't have a free will about everything. I mean, you, you know, if you choose to jump off a building, you, you can deny gravity all the way down, but you're still gonna hit the sidewalk, uh, you know, depending on if there is a sidewalk, but you're gonna hit the ground. You're going down. 
because you jumped off the building. So you have a choice as to jumping off the building, but you cannot deny gravity. Well, actually, I was I was going to go pull up something because I was going to just briefly touch on it. What I really want to do is talk about some of the things that I did not get to talking about or I, I are a little bit more fundamental than I wanted to get to uh, in this morning's program because they'll both be released together on the network and they'll both probably end up on a web page and they'll both probably uh, have something... Uh, to do with each other because they're complementary. So that you're kind of following a line of thinking. And of course I was talking about the invasion of the Capitol by these people this morning. And it's very clear that some of the people that invaded all the way into the Capitol uh, building and stood up there like the guy with the big uh, buffalo hat on and, and the guy standing next to him in a yellow, what might be... Uh, it shouldn't be that color, but it could be dyed, but it might be buckskin. I've made a lot of buckskin in my life, and it didn't quite look like it, but it's hard to tell. I just have these little photographs. But those two guys are clearly not Trump supporters. And uh, if you if you know who they are, and we do know who they are, they are not Trump supporters. And there was clear evidence, I mean, it's on video, of buses coming up with guys dressed like Trump supporters who immediately went... And got into the state capitol. And it's very clear that some groups were just let in. Barricades were removed. People were called in. And they just walked right through. And they got in there. This They weren't storming the castle, so to speak. They were let in. Now, it is also true that other guys came in. Now, what I wanted to bring up that one more time is because I just heard uh, Z-Dog, Dr., uh, who I listen to once in a while. He's wrong about a lot of things, but he is a pretty smart guy and he is right about some things. But I like to listen to both sides. I'm not one of these people who want to muffle people and not let them speak. But uh, he was saying that the president was inciting his followers to do this. Well, that doesn't make any sense because there was at least 300,000 people outside that weren't doing this actually spoke against it immediately, tried to stop it in several places. They were absolutely, I mean, they were actually standing there talking to the police when people were somewhere else pushing by the police. They were against it. The police actually reduced their numbers from what they could have been. And one rationale, people are asking why they did that. And, of course, the conspiracy is, is that this was a plan they wanted, They, you know, the Democrats wanted this to happen. This benefited their agenda hugely, which is why they're calling for ridiculous things like uh, the 25th Amendment, which they're not going to get. But uh, the reality is, is this this did nothing but damage that that the moving into there, into the building, did nothing but damage the position of the hundreds of thousands, even millions of people that think that the election was stolen. And they think that nobody is listening to their voice. And now with this new people who are getting in, anybody who thinks that the election was not tampered with are not dealing with reality. It's very clear it was tampered. Was it tampered enough to change it? I I can't say. I think so. But this is why you have courts. You know, like when I first saw... George Floyd. I looked at George Floyd, the videos that were available, and some videos appeared very early on. 
See, I've arrested people on those very streets in Hennepin. I worked there with a badge and a gun. And I have arrested people, black people actually even, on those very streets. So I was interested. I have a nephew who's a cop, was a cop. He's actually resigned since all this taken out. Uh, he was a cop in Minneapolis, in metropolitan Minneapolis. I'm not sure exactly what part he was a cop in, but he's moved out to a smaller town now, and he's happier where he is. But, uh, so I was very interested, and so I was watching every video I could get. Well, there were some videos that I saw early on of him trying, them trying to load him into a car, and they disappeared. They were trying to load him in the police car, and those videos disappeared because he was clearly resisting. Well, now lots of videos have come out, and it's very clear that George Floyd killed himself by swallowing drugs that were in his mouth when he was arrested. And he's done this before. We, we have him on video doing it at another time. But this time, it did exactly what that drug is likely to do. It caused him to feel short of breath. He wanted to lay down on the sidewalk. He asked to lay down on the sidewalk. That's on video too. They didn't throw him to the sidewalk. He, they, they were trying to get him to sit in the car and they would take him in for the crime that he committed. And then somebody else would deal with it. But he didn't, he wouldn't get in the car. He fought the, all four guys and would not get into the car. And finally he said, I'm going to lay down. And so he laid down and so they stayed there with him. And nobody, there was no bruising in his neck. There was no pressure on his neck. He laid down because he chose to lay down and he stopped breathing because he took fentanyl. Too much fentanyl. I swallowed the tablet. You're just supposed to suck on it, evidently. I'm not a big one for taking it, but I've read a lot about it. But I immediately, I went and read the coroner's report, which was available, but nobody wanted to look at that. The news media doesn't look at it because they had an agenda. They wanted to create riots. But when they did that, the riots were good. They were expressions of frustration. They were expression of ill treatment and abuse and neglect or whatever. So it was okay to break into Target and steal everything and Macy's and steal everything and firebomb car dealerships and beat up old people in the streets and, and rob and, and try to burn down courthouses with Molotov cocktails and, uh, and try to blind police officers protecting those buildings from this murder and mayhem that was and when we're pointing out that this is being done by Antifa, which is claiming it, we get congressmen saying Antifa is a myth. It's like they they don't even come up with good lies. But the reality is, is that now all of a sudden, because some people walked past barricades that were moved. Now, I admit some barricades were pushed over and some people broke windows and stuff. But some people were just invited in. And you can see on the video the cops standing back and just letting them walk in. And they're actually surprised that they're getting let in because they're, along with the Antifa people or whoever they are, they're professional uh, protesters. That Buffalo guy is a good example because he's all over the place, been around for a long time. But, uh, of course, he looks like a wacko. And, of course, they want him up shirtless with his buffalo hat on right up there and say, look at the crazy Trump supporters. All the Trump supporters are outside. You know, most all of them are outside. Hundreds of thousands of them are outside doing nothing. But being nice and singing songs and talking with one another and visiting and stuff like that. And showing that they are disappointed in the way that they're investigating this election. And I'm disappointed in it and I didn't even vote. 
I don't vote because my kingdom's not of that world. I'm a part of the church. Now the big long story. And uh, and if you want to know more about it, come to our website, listen to our audios. They're all free. Read our books. They're all free online. You can download them online. But anyway, the point is, is that now, oh, all those people out there who are peacefully protesting, really peacefully protesting, around that pond there in uh, that park, uh, Ellipse Park, they're all terrorists now. Hundreds of thousands of people are being purged off of Facebook. Millions of millions of people are not allowed to hear from the president because supposedly he caused all this by rabble-rousing. He did not rabble-rouse. All those people didn't get rabble-roused by what he said. The people who got angry were already angry. Uh, the, the people who call themselves Trump supporters, who did bust in, and there are some who did bust in, they're under the delusion that they're Trump supporters. Trump didn't want anybody to bust in. He was very disappointed that they did that. He did not rabble-rouse them. They're protesting because they think the election was a fraud. That there was dead people voting, and there was. There was manipulation of the vote. You can look at the evidence. There clearly was. It's not yet in a court of law, just like with Joe. I withheld my judgment of George Floyd until more evidence came out. It really needs to go into an unbiased court of law. And be, the evidence be examined and weighed. And that's the same thing with the election. But for some reason, the Democrats are blocking this. And avoiding it. And there is corruption in the courts. Well, I've known that. and written letters about it for years. And articles about it for years. Not everybody in courts are corrupt. But it is there. Uh, Oregon Supreme Court has been very corrupt throughout the years. I've, I've had DAs. In my house, telling me how corrupt they are, how they're on the take, and how they're taking money, and and laughing about it. Uh, this first-hand information, right from the people there present when they were doing these things. But there are good people out there too, and what we have to do is the good people have to start coming together, and they cannot depend upon Facebook, and they cannot depend upon. You know, their love of the Constitution, or they have to, because we are against a serious, serious foe. Now, what I really want to get into in this show, and I'm using up a lot of time, kind of rehashing some of this stuff, and we went through a lot of stuff this morning, but how does the evil behind all this, the spiritual evil behind all this, and I'm actually looking at somebody's name right now, who I've met, who is somebody holding high political office in the United States. And when I met him, he was trembling. He was, he was shaking. He was trying to figure out how to run from the door, but he couldn't even move his feet. He is courting evil. Evil is whispering in his ear. He cannot see the truth. He is almost possessed. He is certainly certainly preoccupied by evil. I mean, on a metaphysical level. I'll mention his name before I'm done here. But um, what they want to do is, see, they're not in touch with the truth and the reality. 
this is what you see on a lot of the people on the Democratic side. A lot of the I hate Trumpers. They they can't see. No matter how much you people say, oh, they don't. They're not don't care about facts. Well, the tr- truth is, a lot of the people who say that the left does not care about facts, they don't care about all the facts either. They care about the facts they're willing to accept. It supports their view. And I, I actually am leaning more towards their view because a lot of times a lot of their view is better than what you see over there in the really, really, really delusional crowd. But they themselves are deluded. And you can go around pointing out how the Democrats are deluded and the Democrats are lying and if they didn't have... if. If the Democrats didn't have a double standard, they'd have no standard at all and, you know, joke about that. And the, and some of the most unreasonable, I mean, like Schumer pulling out the 25th Amendment, that is such a joke. That is just grandstanding. But, of course, they did all that with the impeachment and all this kind of stuff. And now, all of a sudden, the, the little, nobody was throwing Molotov cocktails in <laughs> in, uh, in the, the Capitol building. And even if they did, it, the, the 300,000 out there, <laughs> or whatever number it was, the hundreds of thousands at least, some people estimate it was way more than 300,000, but they weren't doing that. They weren't attacking anything. They weren't destroying barriers. But uh, now they're all terrorists, and they're all crazy Trump supporters. Did you see that guy with the buffalo hat on? That guy's crazy Trump supporter. No, he isn't. <laughs> it's... That was he was a put up job. Now he's kind of a professional. I don't know if Democrats paid him, but somebody told him to open, move those barriers. You see him moving the barriers, letting these people in. You see the guards standing there, just letting them walk by, not even trying to stop them. You even see hear the people saying like, "Should we go in? <laughs> How do we know that they're not there? This is not a trap." I mean, like. They didn't, they didn't even know they were going to get in the building. They just opened up the doors and there was a guy waving them to come in. And, and, they, and he was from inside. He had no coat. He came out of the building and were calling these people in. And some of those people had just gotten off this, these buses that came up, which we have them filmed. Now, who's going to investigate at this and find out who all these guys are? Well, now it's going to be the Democrats controlling who's going to investigate. It's kind of like Hillary. When uh, that uh, fellow was found dead out in the park, uh, who just had rug fibers all over his clothing, and he's found out under a tree in the park. He's lost all kinds of blood, but there's no blood in the park. And he recently had intercourse with somebody. And he's found out in the park, and so evidently he shot himself out in the park. He must have been rolling around on the carpet, or in a carpet before he got out to the park. And, of course, the camera in the park was broken, so you don't see who and how he got there. You just know there he is. And, of course, who is doing heading up the investigation in his office? Hillary Clinton makes the police stay outside while she goes through everything in the... <laughs> it's just crazy. But, anyway, another side story. So, what this is all about is to make you afraid, to create confusion... To create animosity, to create fear, to create anger, because fear and anger are the same things. You hear me say this all the time. A lot of people don't really get that. It's fight or flight. It's the same exact thing. It's just the opposite side of the same coin. 
But when you're afraid, when you're angry, when you're judgmental, when you're hateful, you're giving power to evil that is influencing people in the world. I'm talking about, you know, demonic evil. Now, I don't talk about this stuff all the time. And people are going to say, oh, he's, he's, he thinks the demons are real. <laughs> well, yeah, they are. <laughs> They're as real as demons get. And But the fact is, they only have power if you give them power. And if you get angry, if you get judgmental, if you get afraid, you're giving them power. If you get still, and you get calm, and you get humble, and you get forgiving, then, do you get power? No. You actually don't get power. That doesn't get you power either. But, you may end up with the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And I, I could tell you stories that make your hair curl. And I'm not going to do it because you, if, you won't believe me anyway. If you don't want to believe me. And if you do want to believe me, why do you need the story? <laughs> the fact is, I want you to receive the Holy Spirit. I can't give it to you. You have to repent. You have to start thinking a different way. And what the deal is, is if you want your right to choose back, you have to give other people the right to choose. Facebook doesn't want you to have the right to choose to say stuff. They don't want you to have the right to choose to hear stuff. So they ban the president from Facebook. They ban the president from Twitter. They ban the president of the United States while he's still in office. Only a few more days. Because what? Because he talks like uh, Senator Waters who was saying, you get in their face. You make them know that they're not welcome. You get a crowd around them and you drive them out. You find them in a restaurant. I mean, she has a whole speech up. They didn't ban her. <laughs> and that kind of rhetoric, and there's been lots of it from the left, got people from the left going out and shooting congressmen at a ballpark. This is, but they didn't get censured by Twitter and <laughs> Facebook. You can still see those videos up of them. You know, telling people, to, and now they're talking about prosecuting everybody who voted for Trump. I mean, like, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, that they are trying to create fear. They're totally irrational, unreasonable, but the reason they are gaining power is because the Republicans are not filled with the Holy Spirit, including Pence. Pence is not filled with the Holy Spirit. Might be a nice guy, might have some serious problems. That we don't even know about. I mean, I've heard the accusations. I'm not even going to repeat them. But I can tell you that he's not filled with the Holy Spirit. But anyway, just you know, a little bit before uh, I ended up scheduling this program to come on, somebody sent me a document. I tried to find out from him where he got the document. I'm, I'm guessing that it was a church that originally wrote it. But the writing about... The Equality Act of 2019, which they have tried to bring this in numerous times and numerous ways. And sometimes they get bits and pieces of it in. But they're bringing more in. And basically, and, and this is really not about the Equality Act. But the Equality Act is, is a comprehensive bill in Congress that would add sexual orientation and gender identity to a range of federal non-discrimination laws. It has been introduced multiple prior terms 
in uh, the 116th Congress and was introduced into H.R. 5 by Representative, uh, I, you know, I'm not sure how to pronounce this name, Cialine, Cialine, who is a Democrat from Rhode Island, and uh, also uh, as S788 by Senator Jeff Merkley, who is a Democrat from Oregon, who I have met. And uh, the reality is they don't know what they're doing. They just do what they're paid to do. They just do, you know, they, they may believe in the, the bill, but they, they don't understand how things work. They're under a strong delusion already. And I don't know about the Rhode Island, because I haven't met that individual, don't know who they are. But I'll lay you odds, if I was a betting man, that they're just as delusional as anybody else. But uh, what does this do? Uh, the Equality Act would add categories of sexual orientation and gender identity to the definition of sex and add sex where it is not already present in the Civil Rights Act of 1964. So they're taking the intentions of the 1964 Act, Civil Rights Act, and they're modifying it to bring in all kinds of things that are going to now refer to uh, it's going to expand the definition of public accommodations from restaurants, hotels, theaters, and nearly every consumer service or place of commerce, gathering, or charity, notably including health care, you know, also expressly available in uh, restrooms, locker rooms, uh, dressing rooms of persons according to their gender identity rather than their natural sex. Well, what they're talking about is the people, you know, uh, they, they mention LGBT down here, but the reality is what they're talking about, people who have gender dysphoria. They are male or they are female biologically. And that's just about everybody. There are a few exceptions where some things go wrong and there's kind of a mix of male and female in an individual. But that's extremely rare and not complete. It, but it does cause a certain amount of difficulty. And I've, I've, I've listened to people who, you know, I deal with a lot of different people who, who, you know, one individual who had that problem. And they couldn't decide whether they were male or female. And now they've just decided that they are who they are. And it's not about male or female, but they also, you know, they're, they're not going to have children and all this stuff because there's some serious physical problems there. But they've come to peace with it and they, they're not trying to dress in the other sex's <laughs> locker room or compete against them in sports. But this, what this is, is it's taking the dysphoria of the people who are not comfortable with their natural sex and want to think, you know, some guy who wants to think he's a girl and some girl who wants to think she's a guy. And they're actually being seduced into doing hormone replacements and uh, and surgery and all these things. Almost a huge percentage of the people who go out and get the surgery end up suicidal. Far more end up suicidal than the reverse. And why? Because they think this will make them happy. And when it doesn't, then they fall into depression and despair. Because what they have is a dysphoria, a confusion about the gender that they are. And I sympathize with that. 
Uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm not going to condemn somebody because they're dizzy. I'm not going to condemn somebody because they're confused. Uh, I'm not going to condemn somebody because they have a dysphoria about reality. But I can't cure them about it either. But I know what the cure is. Because it tells you in the Bible that people who have this dysphoria are given over to it. They really are given. It's not just a choice. There's a choice somewhere, but it's not. They didn't choose to have the dysphoria. They chose something else and the dysphoria came about because of it. And and sometimes the something else they choose is not entirely their fault. It's because of outside influences from other people. But there's a cure for that too. And I'm not going to go into it because that's not what this show is about. But what they're doing with this bill is they're taking their dysphoria, their confusion, and they're making you a part of it. They're, you can't speak the truth. You now have to go along with their delusion and actually support their delusion. And if you even try to help them, you will be held accountable. Or you will be in trouble with them. And so, you don't want that. So, anyway, the the bill goes on. I don't know how much time. I guess we've got a little bit of time here where I can go into some more of it. Let's see. I just moved that. Where did I go with that? It goes on and it says, uh, uh, Who are the people that the Equality Act is uh, designated to help? It's supposedly helping the LGBT um, community, it's not a community, um, whatever it is, it's a group, uh, to protect against discrimination in a range of public and professional settings. And of course, you cannot legislate morality. You cannot legislate niceness. But one of the things that it says in here, the Equality Act explicitly exempts itself from the requirements and protections of the Religious Freedom Restoration Act of 1993. So they're voiding the protections in the Religious Freedom Restoration Act of 1993. That would be unprecedented as no federal law has ever done so before. It is, and it demonstrates the Equality Act's radical denial of tolerance to people of faith who do not agree with the government's view of sexuality as established by the act. See, the very act that they're talking about of equality, you get to decide that you're a girl even though you are biologically a male. You get to decide you're a girl and I am going to be compelled to treat you as a girl because You identify as a girl. I don't get the right to choose to not go along with your delusion or your dysphoria. We can call it dysphoria because that's a little bit more polite term. Dysphoria, you're a little bit confused. You, you, you're, and I admit your emotions, uh, you think that you're a girl. You feel that you're a girl. You feel like you identify with being a girl even though you're a guy. I get it. But I don't have to go along with that delusion. I don't have to pick on you and, you know, throw rocks at you or anything. But I don't have to, I don't have to cater to your delusion. That, that could be bad. 
to cater to your delusion. It could be, if it's done with love, not catering to your delusion may be helpful to you so that you can come to peace with that delusion. Because you want, or that dysphoria, again we'll call it dysphoria. You come to peace with it so that you're not so filled with resentment towards people who don't recognize that you're a girl when you're actually a guy. Because if you start resenting them, that will just compound your feelings. It will dig you in to thinking in a particular way. This is what we see with people all the time. Is that, you know, the mask, whole mask mandate. People wear the mask. They feel guilty about wearing the mask because it seems a little silly at first. So they have to justify it and they say, well, I'm saving lives by wearing the mask. And of course, somebody else doesn't wear the mask because they have the courage to say, you know, this is ridiculous. The masks aren't going to stop the virus. And it isn't. Science, if you're going to follow the science, you have to admit, it's not going to stop the virus. It might slow it down somewhere, but it's still going to be around. And it's just prolonging herd immunity. It's just like they think that, oh, we're now going to take the vaccine and that will save us. No. The vaccine admits, I mean, the people who made the vaccine admit, they don't think, they don't know for sure, but they don't think that it will stop you from getting the virus. What it may do is allow you to be an asymptomatic carrier of the virus. Because it's not going to, it's not going to stop the virus. What it's, it's, and it doesn't do anything to even hurt the virus. What it does, is it stimulates your body, supposedly, this is the theory that they want to happen, stimulate your body to have an immune response so that your body is prepared to fight off the virus when the virus comes. The vaccine doesn't fight off the virus. It's your immune system that is key. problem is, is they may be tampering with your immune system because they're invoking in you, where they're tricking your cells certain cells in your muscles, uh, dendritic cells, to they're provoking them to replicate the this RNA antigen. And this RNA is an actually mRNA antigen. I said this this morning, but sometimes you have to tell people over and over again. This is a patented, genetically modified organism. And they're going to get your body to start replicating it like a little manufacturing uh, cell in your body is going to start manufacturing mRNA synthetic antigens. And then when they manufacture, replicate enough of those, your body may be stimulated to an immune response within the first couple of weeks. And then they want to give you another shot and do this again. Uh, either three weeks or four weeks later, depending on what shot you get. But your body is now reproducing genetically modified, patented organisms in your body. You're replicating them. You're reproducing them. And China owns the patent. (laughs) So, now, if you're a student of the law, that creates a strange relationship uh, with uh, China because you're now reproducing in your body genetically modified (laughs) organisms 
that belong to China and they have say-so over those. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't want to get into the conspiracy thing. I don't think you should take it because they admit, I mean, even the, this uh, Z-Dog, MD, I think you look him up, Z-Dog with two Gs, but he was talking about it. I didn't get to listen to the whole video, but he starts off saying, well, we don't know about that because they didn't do testings on that. We don't know if it does this. We don't know if it's going to stop the virus. You may still be able to get the virus and still be able to spread the virus to other people. But you ought to get it because it might save your life. Well, I know it's not going to save the life of the first 200 people that get the shot. Because only one in 200 even die. <laughs> virus if if it's 99.9% survival rate only one tiny little percent at that rate right there i mean some people in some age groups it might be 99.5 or 99.2 depending on what age group you divide people up into but the reality is it takes hundreds of people will get this and not get sick at all Yet you're going, so in other words, you're going to give this shot to millions upon millions upon millions of people that are all going to be replicating an unknown antigen that we don't know the side effects of because they never did any animal tests because somebody might die with this. And they say, well, 300,000 people have already died not from it, with it. They were 90 years old. They were gunshot wounds. They were in a motorcycle accident. All kinds of other causes of death. Only a tiny little percent of that 300,000 actually might have died from COVID. They still might have died from other things. And we know. I mean, like, how many people are dying in regular tropical Africa from coronavirus? Where they don't have hand sanitizers everywhere and everybody's not wearing a mask. They're not dying from it. You know what they're doing in those, a lot of those countries? They're taking hydrochloroquine <laughs> twice a month. <laughs> I think the dose is like once every two weeks. Everybody's taking it because they take it for malaria to avoid malaria. And so, that's why hydrochloroquine works and ivermectin works and lots of other things work. But anyway, so there's an agenda here. And the agenda is hate and confusion and fear and acting upon things you know is not true. A lot of people knew this mask isn't going to stop a virus because they knew viruses are way smaller than the weave of these masks. Even, a, you know, a... a Top quality respirator mask can't necessarily stop the virus, might slow it down. These cloth masks, they're not stopping it. But they got you, and now they're gonna evidently make mandates everywhere. And if you don't wear the mask, you can be arrested and fined. In some countries, they're fining people thousands of dollars. You cross state lines without your certificate, you may go to jail. They're emptying out jails in Oregon. They're going to empty two major jails out in Oregon. They're scheduled. Kate is having them emptied. And I know people right on the ground. I know people work in the jail. <laughs> Prison. And so they'll be empty. So we'll have a place to quarantine people. I've read the laws. They will quarantine you in suitable, approved, licensed locations. Well, there comes an interesting thing is that 
How do you get to be a licensed quarantine place? Well, I'm not going to even discuss that on the radio. (laughs) But I know. I know how you do it. And I know people who will help you do it. And you can become the asylum state from the regular quarantine places. And uh, so, but, you know, I'm not going to tell you that because it's not given unto you to know. It's only given unto those people who sit down in the tens, hundreds, and thousands and create a network. And that was one of the key things I was saying this morning. That of all those thousands, hundreds of thousands of people who went to that rally in Washington, and and I'll lay you odds that about 90% of them think they're Christians, but I'll bet you also that about 99% of them are not doing what Christ commanded. And I know some of the people that were there, and I know one of them in particular, who knows what Christ commanded, and he's not doing it. He's following this emotional political agenda. See, I mean, we know the left follows emotion and not reason. But you think the right is immune to that? No, they're not. And that if you sit down in the tens, hundreds, and thousands and create a daily ministration to take care of people so that they do not have to go to the men who call themselves benefactors but exercise authority one over the other because Christ told you not to be like those people so we're supposed to be like the people who are the benefactors through charity, not through exercising authorities. If you would do that, you would open a door which is Christ so that the Holy Spirit will dwell in you. So that when you meet people like Merkley and the other people on the uh, Oregon Health Board or Authority, they call it Oregon Health Authority, or some judge, and I've, I've done this, I've seen this. You, you bring the Holy Spirit in the room, you have control. The evil that they normally operate from that guides them in what they are doing. It's not total possession, but it's manipulation by evil. It's, it backs off. And they're all alone. And they begin to tremble and shake and become afraid. Not of me. I have no power over that. But they are afraid of the whole... Well, the reason they're shaking is because the thing that gives them power to control you is backed away because it's afraid of the Holy Spirit. It has no power over the Holy Spirit. If you think the Holy Spirit is emotionalism, they will eat you up when you're dragged before the vaccine court or the mass court. They will... They will... Be able to do whatever they want with you. Because you do not have on the full armor of God. If you want to have on the full armor of God, you got to do what God says. You need to sit down in the tens, hundreds, and thousands. You need to create a network that's not dependent upon Facebook. Not dependent upon emotional gatherings. You need to actually do what Christ was saying, what the early church was doing, because like in the days of Noah, you are going to be facing the same problems as the early church. Real persecution. When they burned Rome and blamed it on all the Christians. The actual reports of the time saw 
big strong men who look like centurions as big as they used to get. They were usually only about five foot four. <laughs> Maybe five foot seven was a big centurion. But they were out there grabbing people and throwing them back into the fire as they were trying to escape the fire. Yeah, it was a put up deal to distract because people were starting to question the robbery that was going on with the Caesar at that particular time. And, uh, and Nero was pilfering all the funds from the Roman treasury. Hiding them away, secreting them away. And, and, you know, I've told the whole story or a lot of the story or what people believe to be a lot of the story behind that. And secreting these billion, literally what would be billions of dollars away, hiding it away. And, uh, they were about finding them out, so he had to distract them, so he said, well, there are several reasons. This is the thing is that when they have these agendas, there's always several reasons usually behind them. He wanted to burn down large portions of Rome so that he could rebuild it because he thought of himself as a big designer and all this kind of stuff. But uh, and, but he also wanted to distract the people and blame the Christians so that everybody would be mad at somebody. But there were people at that time who were writing that, no, this was Nero. And they were reporting the fact that the guys who were setting these fires and throwing people back into the fire and keeping people from escaping from the fire had military appearance to them. They didn't look like Christians, and Christians wouldn't do that anyway. But people had to have somebody to blame. And evil, of course, wanted everybody to hate somebody, so let's hate the Christians. See, evil can't kill you if you're a real Christian. If you're a real Christian, not the fake Christians, not the ones who are actually workers of iniquity, but the real Christians. But they can get other people to kill you. Mindless people, delusional people, people with dysphoria, (laughs) who aren't willing to or capable of seeing the truth. Who are used to accepting the lie. And so, that's what this Equality Act is all about. It's just shoring up this delusion in one little aspect we should not be angry with them uh when they when they talk about removing religious exemption the church isn't what it is because of a religious exemption the church is what it is because of an exclusion but your average baptist church and your average 501c3 catholic church and your average methodist church and assembly of god they're not excluded and we write all about that, and that's another hour program, which we don't have time for. But the real church is not of the world. It's not of the constitutional order. They can change the constitution all they want. It's not of their world. And now, if they come against the church, the church is, we're, we're toast. We're dead meat. Except, for the Holy Spirit. When I was talking to people about this and I wanted to get onto the subject, there were some people I talked to that uh, went to some of our YouTube pages and there's people at Bible studies and other people. You know, what does the kingdom look like? I don't want to just paint a picture. But the kingdom is filled with people who care about you as much as they care about themselves. They actually love giving life and are abhorred at the idea of taking life away. Even 
by taking away a drop of your blood. See, if I covet what is yours, whatever you have that you've earned and you've made and you've created, if I want to take that away or a portion of that away, I'm taking, I'm taking a bite out of you. And we're warned about that. I have whole articles up. What you need to do is start getting into the network and the network needs to start reading and listening to these things over and over again. But only because, not because I will teach you, but I will keep pointing out where you're not conforming to Christ. And as you repent and conform to the thinking of Christ and the thinking of John the Baptist and the thinking of Moses, then you can say, I shouldn't be that way. You can repent. And then you can be still and the Holy Spirit may enter in and show you the way. I'm not supposed to write upon your hearts and upon your minds. But yeah, I'll tear down your delusions, but not without giving you the truth. And the truth is, is if you want to be saved from what's coming, you need to repent and seek the kingdom of God, which includes sitting down in the tens, hundreds, and thousands and starting to learn to care about one another as much as you care about yourself. So until you're willing to do that, uh, all I can do is say peace on your house and may God be with you. For some reason or other, I cannot find... Oh, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> I wasn't going to be able to play the final music. Anyway, God bless. Uh, see me on the network. I expect you to join up today. Preparingyou.com or hisholychurch.org. God bless. You have been listening to The Keys of the Kingdom with Brother Gregory of His Holy Church. For more information on the educational ministry provided by His Holy Church and Brother Gregory, including services, counseling, lectures, books, and other audio materials, please write to His Church at Summer Lake, Box 10, Summer Lake, Oregon, 97640. You can also find us on the web at www.hisholychurch.net.